once he started not being as available for for basketball, then we started uh, bringing on some some guys that are actually still with us today. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that's a blessing. They yes. they worked with us out of our home, and they they're still uh, going strong with us, helping us uh, train uh, the new guys that come in. So yeah, they help out tremendously. But it was definitely uh, a, a need of it was a necessity. We just got tired, right? Yeah. At first, yeah. you're loving, making all the money and doing all the work yourself and the independence. And then you just get tired. You say, okay, somebody else got to come help us pick this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I think um, the deciding factor was graduation. <laughs> we, did, <laughs> we literally did not know what we were getting into. We sold out of everything that we had. We put up all of our tents, just the two of us. And we couldn't, we were so tired. We just got in the bed fully dressed. And the next morning, we just got right up and went back out and started. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, That's crazy. It was a lot. Was a lot. A... Welcome to Peer Talk, a dialogue with business owners just like you. Peer Talk conversations run the gamut of business challenges facing owners today. The host of Peer Talk is Dan Crowley, founder and owner of Peer Executive Groups, which provides a safe space for owners to share their experience, grow their businesses, and learn from their peers. Hi, this is Dan Crowley. We have a number of great owners in our peer group network, just like you, and our job is to give you a voice here on Peer Talk. Peer Tech is a proud sponsor of Peer Talk. Are your results actionable? View your industry data like never before. Gain insights, view real-time KPIs, drive growth, unlock potential. When you join PeerTech, your data drives decisions. Peer benchmarking allows you to see your data like never before. Why be satisfied with incomplete data when clear, responsive, real-time trends could be yours? Now is the time to start making insightful, data-driven decisions for your business. PeerTech. Today's guests on PeerTech are Tony and Katrina Magby from Rent the Occasion in Atlanta, Georgia. A great story. Um, Started their business in 2016 after being laid off uh, from two corporate positions. Tony was project manager for Cisco Systems and Katrina was an insurance agent with American Family Insurance. Uh, Their combined skills jumped them into event planning and Katrina went ahead and attended Emory to obtain an event planning certification to better understand the business. And away they went into their entrepreneurial journey with Rent the Occasion. Well, welcome to another episode of Peer Talk. Today we have Tony and Katrina Magby from Rent the Occasion down in Lawrenceville, uh, Georgia. Welcome, you two. Thank you. Hey, Dan. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to speak with you. I know uh, I see you on occasion. I get to get to some of your peer group meetings on occasion. Uh, I was glad you came to Philadelphia one time, so that was nice. Um, You're able to visit our our locale. Um, But today we want to hear about your company and hear about your origin story and how you got into the business. Um, So why don't we go back first, uh, Katrina. Let's talk about your career and uh, what you were doing you know, let's say up until about five years ago when you guys decided to make the leap. So Katrina, you go first. Okay. I have been in sales since I graduated from college. So the last, um, I'll just say the most recent positions I had, I was a captive agent with American Family Insurance, selling um, all lines of insurance policies. 
And then once I left there, I worked um, with a pharmaceutical company for a little while as well. So I've always been in sales. Excellent. That's very cool. And then uh, now, how did I never asked this question? How did you guys meet? Oh, we met in college at Tennessee State University in Nashville. Nice. Tennessee State. What's the uh, what's their name of their team there? Oh, the Tigers. Tigers. The Tigers. <laughs> Tennessee State Tigers. Excellent. Yeah, we have um, uh, we obviously tied to University of Tennessee, but not Tennessee State. So it's good to know Tennessee State <laughs> Tigers. And so, uh, Tony, tell us about your origin. How did what, what did you do when you came out of college and got to work? All right. So I graduated from college with a computer science degree, uh, went out to Motorola, worked out there for three years uh, in Arizona. And then we moved back to Georgia, um, start a family. Um, so I've been in I was in engineering uh, for about 20 years before I decided to. Uh, well, I actually got laid off. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, wow, 20 I, years. Holy cow. That's uh, a long time. Yeah. 20 years in software. When I left, I was a project a software development project manager at Cisco Systems. And, That's amazing. And so we'll probably get into that a little bit about, you know, obviously, as you see event rental change here, there's a, you're going to be working in more project management than ever before as you move forward with, you know, bigger and bigger uh opportunities right so that's pretty cool um excellent and so so we get to like 2015 16 17 you've got kids now and you're working both working and then you decide to make this leap into entrepreneurship so let's let's hear from you a little bit about what that was uh our leap was actually kind of like a we were i guess it was a combination of we were looking for another opportunity, but at the same time, both of us were laid off. Mm-hmm. So to create an opportunity for ourselves wow. in order, you know, in order to keep going. So sure. failure was never an option for us. So we just kept it going. And we noticed that in our um in our surrounding area that there were not any rental stores. So we were having to drive quite a bit of ways just to rent tables and chairs, you know, just for personal parties that we had. So that's kind of how we started. We, you know, we kind of just we just kind of just bit the bullet and said, hey. To be honest, we kind of had a plan, Dan. We knew I knew the layoff was coming Mm -hmm. and I wasn't going anywhere without that severance package. So (laughs) there you go. When the severance package came. You know, we were kind of ready and just so happened we went to the ARA show uh, down in Orlando. At, what was that? 2017. 17. And two weeks after we got back from the ARA show, I got laid off and got my severance package and we got to buy in some equipment. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. And what what's interesting is you you didn't know the industry, but you kind of saw the gap. Right. So that that's that's amazing. And when you think about Georgia and, you know, what's the distance from Lawrenceville down to, you know, downtown Atlanta? Well, depending on the time of day, yeah. if, <laughs> if it's, if it's uh, early in the morning, we might be able to get down there in 30 minutes. But in traffic, Jeez. it's an hour and a half. But it 
<laughs> but again, the reason why I bring that up is your market has been through amazing growth. I, I don't know if you knew, I used to work in Norcross, Georgia back in the, uh, you know, 20 years ago. And, um, you know, just I've been down there visiting and it's amazing how different everything is. Um, but again, that shows that the market was ready to bear more um, event rental. Um, and there wasn't uh, the suppliers to provide it. So good for you guys for identifying that. And um, classically, like you're both obviously been to school, worked in, you know, high powered roles and responsibilities, project management, things like that. So did you actually create a business plan or did you say, eh, I know about that, but I don't want to do that? <laughs> no, we actually we actually did, did do it. a bit of a business plan. Oh, cool. A bit of a go-to-market strategy and that type of thing in order to just in order for us to survive. We didn't really look at it as a, you know, to get, you know, really big. We just yeah. wanted to survive at first. And uh, now that we realize the potential of the business, now we're looking more towards some growth. Oh, yeah. Very cool. And and I think I met you guys in, what, 2018 or 19- you were, didn't you come to like an event at the area of Georgia or something? Yes, we did. I think it was that, uh, what was the name of that construction company? It was company? a construction company. Oh, uh, yeah. It was Ver, Vermeer. Vermeer. Yeah, Vermeer. Yeah, I met you out there at Vermeer. So I saw oh, it first that reminded me of uh, some project management stuff, KPIs and all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. I was I was big on the metrics at that point. And I know I, I was drowning people with data which yep. I'm, I'm starting to get better at. So, you know, hopefully George will have me back, hint, hint, um, you know, because I'm, I'm, I've, I've toned down my presentation to not be too uh, data centric, but I do enjoy my metrics, that's for sure. Um, but you guys had just started up. I remember meeting you and saying, wow, they've got, you know, the world up against them. Uh, hopefully it all works out. And sure enough, it looks like it has. So congrats on that. And um, you guys are... Uh, tell me about your your asset categories. What did you start with when you started in 1718 and how has that evolved over time? All right. So we started with uh, probably about what, 20 tables and what, 300 chairs and we had some cocktail tables, some cocktail tables. And we got a couple of tents from from an auction an auction yeah they're just a uh, couple of 10 by 10s and a couple of 16 by 16s and oh we had some linens we we only had black and white linens yeah and wow it. and we That's stored something. in our basement we yeah. started out of the basement and prayed that the uh neighbors would be um tolerant of us <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing That's crazy and you know it's and that shows you know to everybody out there, it's never too late, right? You guys just started five years ago. So um, good for you guys. And then you uh, obviously learned the industry as you went. Uh, some of the resources you, you claim, you, so you went down to the ARA show and mm-hmm. and I guess that was the one in Orlando, right? So proximity wasn't too bad. No, so definitely a presentation from, I think his name is David McBee. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling us how to get our Google AdWords and that type of thing going, you know, things to put on our website and, you know, working with SEO and stuff like that. That definitely helped us 
with our marketing and get us off the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember him. I was in touch with him way back and I haven't really reached out in a while. I'm going to have to uh, shout out to him. I'm going to give you a call so we can talk more about what you provide for our members. So absolutely be great. And then, um, you know, seeing you. So you moved from those assets. What what have what have you expanded to now? Like what's your what's your thing right now that you enjoy in terms of some of the new assets you have? Uh, we we expanded quite a bit. Like we are into shivari chairs, we're into bigger tents, more linens. Um, I always joke and tell my husband I have a love affair with linens, any color fabric I want it. And he's always like, Oh no, let's look at the numbers. Let's look. <laughs> but we um we really kind of specialize in backyard parties, um, you know probably less than about 500 people. Um, the weddings, we were big into weddings and, um, you know, we are in, and the little kid parties, we're branching off into that because we're seeing, you know, there's a big market for that. So are you, are you going to do some inflatables with that or no? Uh, right now we just have one, but we mm-hmm. offer the nice kid chairs and tables and linens. And, you know, that's kind of more so what a lot of people get from us. So um, I think we are going to eventually get one or two inflatables, but it's really more so for, you know, the party decor. So how does your community find you? So Lawrenceville is kind of an interesting town. Um, the uh, how, are they are you on a main drag and they see your signage or is it something where they discover you online when they're looking for a solution? It's primarily through the web, through uh, Google. Um, get a lot of referrals now. Mm-hmm. Um, since we've been around a while, we get we get a lot of uh, referrals from people that have went to uh, other parties where people have used our services. That's um, great. One of the things that really sticks out about us on Google is our uh, five-star rating. So we got a lot of uh, good reviews from our customers. Very cool. Very nice. And and so which which one of you is more predisposed to do uh, that kind of marketing? Is more like you enjoy that piece? Uh, well, I say I, I'm I'm the one that's mostly into that. Uh, looking at the numbers there, and you know, trying to relate the data to who we're marketing to. So I guess that would be me. Got it. And then is more on the website side. So she does most of the um, adding of the pictures and adding of the content to social media and that type of thing. Oh, very cool. And so, yeah, I was going to ask you, how would you break out thinking about the org chart of Rent the Occasion uh, how does that work right now? Who does what role? How responsibility-wise, who break? How do you break that out? I do the sales and procurement. I'm sorry, procurement. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, mostly um, Tony does like the the staffing and the operation portion of it. So we we're kind of good with how we manage our parts, our different parts, and we kind of don't overlap very much. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Who who does the uh, financial controls and bookkeeping? Is that outside service or one of you? Yeah, that would be me. Yeah, I'm all over. He's, the, he's the a numbers books. guy. He's the numbers. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's fun. I enjoy that too. I've been entrepreneurial in different ways, and I love always love that 
that getting that QuickBooks up and running and, and then eventually seeing like numbers and going, wow, look, our sales are better than our costs for, for <laughs> once. <Right>? There we <laughs> go. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, and then have you gotten to that point? You're at the five-year mark. Do you see the importance of debt and using debt to help you acquire inventory? Are you starting to do more like, let's get a loan out and let's go do this? That is one thing that we could probably do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, probably to our, I don't know if it's to our detriment or to our advantage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got, we, I know you, we went to school in Nashville. So Dave Ramsey's from there. Mm-hmm. And there's no debt stuff is kind of stuck in our head a bit. We mm-hmm. did take out a bit of a loan uh, just to see how it would affect our business. And I would say that it helped us a bit. Um, but we just didn't we just, feel comfortable. We, yeah, we just, we, cause we, I guess we've been conditioned since college with Dave Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we probably need to go more of the Robert Kiyosaki way, but, <laughs> but we're, uh, but we're just so focused on owning our stuff, you know, no. like we just don't have debt. Like we have one thing of debt, so. Yeah. <laughs> we, so, yeah. I, I appreciate that actually. That's great. I mean. Heck, if you can grow organically and not have to take on the debt, that's, you know, obviously that's the plan on paper. Um, we I find that, you know, a, a numbers guy, I was focusing on the cost of money and how inexpensive money was. And my goodness, if I can get a return on that money that covers the cost, then it'd be worth making that type of move. But but I get it. And to be honest with you, now that we are in the position we are in as an economy and as a country, it, it gets a little nerve wracking because you're like, oh, you know, we had it real easy there for about seven years, eight years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, coming out of the last recession. But um, OK, very interesting. So how about your business? How is it going right now? I, do, do you guys look at rate of change or see like are our sales growing? Yeah, so uh, for the most part, sales have been growing over the last uh, two quarters. Um, this this current quarter, uh, we haven't seen the, the growth that we were seeing before. We were we were growing 30 percent. Uh, year over year, um, that would have been January through June. Wow! And, and we were flat in July and and August. We were we were flat in July and August. July we blame it on um, vacation. Vacation. Right. <laughs> August we don't quite know what happened, uh, but September we're back on track to be thirty uh, percent um, growth gotcha. year. Wow, that's awesome. Very cool. And you guys joined, uh, when did you join a peer group? Was it 2019 or 20 or? Um, I believe we just started last year. Oh, 21. Meeting was in, um, our first meeting was in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? That was your first meeting. (laughs) That's when I met everybody. Oh, that's neat. So (laughs) yeah, your group is uh, definitely established itself very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you, how do you feel about the group so far? Uh, you've had a year of experience with it. Uh, we're enjoying we it. it. We yeah. like the relationships that we've built with our uh, with our teammates. Um, everyone seems to get along really well. We get some really good um, stories and and knowledge sharing between uh, everyone. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we're we're enjoying it. 
What's your primary way of communicating with those individuals? Is it via email or are you guys using like a group me or WhatsApp or something? We're on group me. Group me. Got it. Uh, and okay. then every now and then we'll make phone calls to, gotcha. to individually. Mm-hmm. And do, do you have, I know you meet in person twice a year. Do you um, have uh, Zoom calls or anything like that with your group? Of course. Once a, we got once a, a monthly month. call. Mm-hmm. With, once a month. Whoa, that's pretty. Don't, don't let my groups know that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, with Ruth, once a month. Wow, that's great. That's great. And um, uh, hopefully you're, is there an advantage to hearing about businesses that might be a step ahead of you in terms of headcount and finding out what they did next or what you might have in front of you? Is that useful? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like we, I mean, it's so much information to learn in this business. Yeah. Of course, when we started, we had no idea. We were just kind of just trying to make it. But now it's it's like a different perspective for us because, you know, we're looking at the numbers and we're like, hey, this month we can do this, but maybe next month we can't do this. Or, maybe oh, interesting. To, you know, maybe we need to go forth and push this product more than the other product. And and that's something that we were not thinking about initially. <laughs> so it, it it's really been, you know, it has helped us tremendously. Very cool. And and the other thing I think would be useful for our listeners is to kind of hear about how you add that next person. So you guys started in, in 2017, and I'm sure it was just you two. And then you, you know, have probably had some help. And gosh, your kids are 19 and 15 you shared. So mm-hmm. they're probably now working in the company, right? A little bit with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, my son is in college now, so we, we kind of miss him, but we had him all the time when he was in high school. Middle so, school, high school. Yeah, yeah so wow, the, that's great. All games and all of that stuff. He was definitely with us, but um, we're missing him. So when, once he started not being as available for, for basketball, then we started uh, bringing on some some guys that are actually still with us today. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that's a blessing. They yes. They worked with us out of our home. And they, they're still uh, going strong with us, helping us uh, train uh, the new guys that come in. So, yeah, they help out tremendously. But it was definitely uh, a, a need of it was a necessity. We just got tired. Right. Yeah. At first, yeah. you're loving making all the money and doing all the work yourself and the independence. And then you just get tired. You say, OK, somebody else got to come help us pick this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think um, the deciding factor was graduation. We <laughs> we literally did not know what we were getting into. We sold out of everything that we had. We put up all of our tents, just the two of us, and we couldn't. We were so tired. We just got in the bed fully dressed, and the next morning we just got right up and went back out and started. <laughs> wow, that's insane. Yeah, that's it crazy. Was a lot. It was a that's lot. A gr- <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way to learn, right? Like, okay, I'm done with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it is interesting because now you're investing in employees. And so when you invest in employees, 
you got to, you know, you're not going to make money right away. It's going to take time. You're going to, you know, be freed up to generate more sales. They then are going to be useful on the back end and or they're generating sales for you, right? So depending on if you're hiring for the front or hiring for um, installation. Mm -hmm. So that's got to be a challenge for you. So do you think about that? Like, what has it been like 2022 versus you know, obviously 20, you guys could kind of, everybody got crushed. You mm-hmm. take it back down to bare minimum. But since 20, what does that look like? Like how has your, if you're up to like eight people working now, how does that, you know, how did you get there and how do you know what to hire for next? Okay. So it's kind of gradual, right? Um, yeah. We're lucky enough, I say, to be able to kind of, um, forecast week by week and kind of cut off our ordering. So last year we actually turned down a lot of orders because of uh, capacity, right? Mm-hmm. And realized we, we were renting uh, vehicles a lot to try to um, do all of the work. Um, so as we, we know certain months of the year, we're gonna be uh, busier, but we don't want to have people on the payroll that are just sitting and not getting hours. Yeah. Um, so uh, we we tend to attract uh, an employee who's tolerant of the um, what do you say the variation in schedule from week mm-hmm. to week. Uh, so we don't have uh, let's say forty hour a week employees. They uh, some of them are part time. They have other jobs. And some of them are full time, but they're very tolerant. They're, they're students of um, of the schedule. You know, sometimes you're getting 20 hours and sometimes you're getting 50 hours. Gotcha. So when, when we're hiring, we are um, we're, we're being very upfront with the people that we're with. But when they're here, we take really good care of them and are flexible with them on their schedules as well. Got it. And, and, and <laughs> so and. So your infrastructure as a company, we're going to talk about the future here in a sec because we have to wind down. But you, technology-wise, how are you managing? You have QuickBooks, and do you use anything else? Uh, we use event rental systems. Event rental systems. Okay, cool. And then, um, uh, and then you guys obviously are plugged into the internet, so you're focusing on social media and SEO, search engine optimization type things. Um, so what does your future look like? So we're in 22. Uh, what's your plan for, you know, five years ago you started. What's five years look like from now? Uh, five years. I I'll, I will start by saying that we would like to move into a bigger warehouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. so we just moved in a warehouse in March, right? So, wow. So we, make, we made the step. From the house to or well, this it. is our second warehouse. Right, so mm-hmm. we we moved in a warehouse right in January of twenty, and then yeah. March COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. so we stayed in that warehouse until this past March. We stayed in there for two years, so it it got us through COVID, and so now we've doubled our warehouse size uh, this year, but we just signed a three year lease. But we're pretty much full here as well. Mm-hmm. So um, in the next Five, three three years. years. We want to double our warehouse size again. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'd like to get into more corporate events. Um, we'd also like to tap the movie industry a bit here. Um, sure. 
but we have to uh, we got to get our staff in a situation where they're more comfortable with the um, with the way the movie industry works. Yeah, right. Sure. Um, the, the culture that we've kind of created now is really nice because we don't do a lot of after hours pickups or, or anything like that. I'm able to schedule people so they know when they're when they're going to be working and when they're going to be off, which kind of makes it uh, which enables us to hold on to people for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. Once they kind of get into our system, we don't really have a lot of churn uh, mm-hmm. once we find the good ones. So I don't know. Very cool. Yeah. What's your next hire, you think? What's the next if you're going to hire a key individual, what would be the next key role? Uh, it would be someone answering the phone. Hopefully we got them. Yeah, we have someone that we just hired. <laughs> so we have to train them up accordingly and get them started. Get them that's going. Awesome. Well, that's that's great. And, you know, that's the whole point, right, is, is especially if you've got access to the right people, um, then it's just a matter of getting them in the right seat. Right. So the key would be. I always say right people first, right seat second, because, I mean, if you look at peer groups, that's who we are, where we move employees around. Um, I just want the right people in the company working with me. So, mm-hmm. but um, excellent. Well, it's good to hear. And uh, so, again, your market, greater Lawrenceville and surrounding uh, places, how far south do you go? How far north do you go? That kind of thing. We're, we work in a 50 mile radius. OK, 50 miles. Excellent. Yeah. So. Uh, we we did actually go two miles outside of our radius a couple of weeks, <laughs> but we we try to make sure that that is that the job is worth it if we uh, take that trip. Sure, sure. Well, you guys have a lot of skill set between the two of you. I have no doubt you're going to have tremendous success in this industry. So we're glad you're here, and we're glad you're part of Peer Executive Group. So Tony and Katrina Magby, thank you for joining us today on Peer Talk. Having us, thank you. Thank you, you, Dan. All right. PeerTech is a proud sponsor of PeerTalk. Are your results actionable? View your industry data like never before. Gain insights. View real-time KPIs. Drive growth. Unlock potential. When you join PeerTech, your data drives decisions. Why be satisfied with incomplete data when clear, responsive, real-time trends could be yours? Now is the time to start making insightful, data-driven decisions for your business. PeerTech. You've been listening to Peer Talk from Peer Executive Groups, produced and directed by Noah Crowley and hosted by Dan Crowley. Subscribe to this podcast for notifications of future episodes of Peer Talk.